Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast dedicated 100% to helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, clarity, confidence, cash, and all the good words. I've got Joy back with us. Welcome to the show, Joy. Hello. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. I feel like a co-host a little bit, right? It's like you are a co-host. Right? Like lots of shows have co-hosts, you know? And well, so I thought this would be sort of maybe a co-host. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. No, if we co-host, then you'll be on it when I record with other people. We could do well, that we'll too. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll do some sort of interjection of the humor or of the absurd or something like that, right? It's like, what? <laughs> What'd you say? Who is this gal? Right. Well, she's a very intelligent, capable, brilliant person. Uh, today's part three, you're welcome. I mean it. Every word of it, uh, your brilliance amazes me. The beauty, brilliance, and capability blows me away. I'm blushing. I think I'm going to faint. Oh, my. Where's my fan? Like so today's, a little bit. yeah, this is part three. So we've had you on a couple times talking about women and entrepreneurs, your own journey, and so forth. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, the lifeblood of the economy. So let's just sort of pick up. You had a thought about where you wanted to start today, yeah. something you heard this last few days. So jump in and tell us about that. Okay. So I was driving our dog Cooper to daycare and I, you know, turn on like some talk radio because I get a lot of ideas from, you know, the current events. And that's um, also a good place to, for entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs is to look to pop culture, to look at what's going on in the world. Now, so there was a fellow who was on the particular rate talk radio show, and he he's sort of an entrepreneur mentor, which is kind of strange. But his his thing was, I'm just going to look a little bit over here. And it says that the headline, follow your passion is bad advice that wastes your time, energy and skills. And this is a Canadian publication. It says young Canadians were sold a lie. They were told by your parents and teachers and, you know, Steve Jobs that you can, if you, you know, what does it say? Follow what you love. Everything else will work out. You know, okay. I don't know. Do you think that's a lie? I think there's, there's two sides. And I've talked about this like last week and the week before. There are two sides to that. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk wouldn't agree that, that, you know, entrepreneurship is a waste of time. It's, he's got a, you know, 400, 500 million dollar company that he built by himself from the ground up. Well, I know that, uh, well, I read his article, you showed it to me and I oh, thought I it was a crock. Uh, yeah, nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, yeah. go ahead. Well, it is nonsense because I, I think when people say that, it's like, follow your passion and, and then the money will follow and everything else will just fall into place. But isn't that like step zero of the path to get to step one. I mean, maybe, okay, maybe that's step one. I don't know. Let's say it's step zero. But then it ties into what I said last week and the week before is that that's where you have to, where you have to evaluate your existing skills, your natural gifts, and your life experience. Now, if you're young, I mean, look at, okay, Bill Gates, 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Ellison, Steve Jobs, and the and the newer people like Mr. Beast, you know, the YouTube star, and 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 there's, I mean, there's tons of other people. The guy who started Snapchat, we met him at one of the conferences we were at, and and also Gary V. You know, these guys had an idea. And they thought, huh, you know, maybe, but you know, maybe they grew up in a household or a culture that said, "Are you out of your mind?" And I think actually a lot of when you know they told their parents at fourteen or fifteen that, "Guess what I want to be," and you know, they're like, "What? So you better have a backup plan. Be you know, go to school, become an accountant first, and then if it doesn't work out, okay, then you know." So that that type of advice, I, if we didn't have, what would happen if we didn't have dreamers in the world? Would we still would I don't know, would we have a horse and but well we probably have horses, but would we have the buggy if nobody out there thought, <laughs> let's make a wheel, we can carry our stuff and you know, let's make a cart. Those are dreamers, those are people who thought of something. What about the you know, Tesla or Ford, all these people who thought of these had these ideas to create something? What if their parents and other people said, well, actually, back in the day, people did get burned at the stake or, you know, if, you know, the Galileo, I mean, you know, like people, the world is round and then they got, you know, skewered because it, no, it was flat. So we, so there's always been dreamers and aren't we thankful for them that we have electricity and we have the internet? Somebody, I, I think that. all that advice is fear-based advice. It is. Get a job, go get a career. And the idea behind that statement is we will always need, you used accounting, so we'll always need accountants, yeah. and that way you have a safety net and something there will to be. fall back. Right. That may be true, but it's all fear-based advice because yeah. they're afraid you're going to fail. Yeah. And, the, and, you know, the other end of that spectrum is burn the boats. Right. You know, the Can't conquistadors somewhere... burn the boats. Right. And let's say maybe you don't want to burn the boats, can you is there somewhere you know on not the far left not the far right but is there somewhere in the middle that might be a place to start especially you know there's a i mean how i don't know what the statistic is today about how many people actually hate their job they hate their job you know what i just looked that up the other day oh and the range was between 50 and 85 different studies different things yeah. and then there was somebody with Pretty an article yeah. way high and most of them were around 75 to more but yeah. then there was an article just like your guy you yeah. know, the statistic that everybody hates their jobs is a bunch of crap. And his argument yeah. that it was that way was, well, they're all still there. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I guess because they don't want to live in their car if they had a car. I, You know, hello. You know, yeah, given no. the Bad. choice, right? Yeah, right. I know. And that's just, you know, that, that the stifles the, but the dreamers that are out there. And the people and the visionaries and the message driven entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs are out there and they have an idea. And, you know, of course, you're not just going to pitch it to Shark Tank and then get a billion dollars. That's likely not going to happen because even on those shows, they want to see that you've created your product, that you've sold some of the product because they're not just going to invest just because. So there is a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that many of us don't see. So I think last time, I don't know, did we talk about Mr. Beast last time? Where I don't um, think so. Yeah, you know, big, huge YouTube star. I mean, anybody who's on the internet has got to know who Mr. Beast is. Jimmy Donaldson, look him up on YouTube. Now, he does all these crazy videos. He, now he's in, enlisted his little brothers because, what, he's only like 20-something still, you know? And um, because we were, I'm in a group where you know by the big youtube dude 
guru on the planet, uh, Daryl Eves. He's also behind the top hit TV show, The Chosen. And, um, you know, Mr. Beast, Jimmy, he, he said that they're in team meetings. And of course, they're all like, they all look like they're, you know, still high, like a high, we're on a high school table, cafeteria kind of thing, lunch table. And they're, they spent, you know, seven plus hours working on one thumbnail. Now that's now, you know, he's, he's already obviously further along the path with how many billions of whatever views, but that just shows you the dedication. And he talked about it one day where he was saying that, you know, uh, he's dissatisfied with many of his videos that he, that he makes, but let's say you do want to be a YouTube star. Let's say you do want to, you have, you have an idea, you have a voice, you have something that you think people will be interested in watching you do, whether it's advice or entertainment or education you know and and you can also look up to see what's hot on youtube but if you but if you truly want to go in there then well you have to start making videos and you have to know that you you have so here's here's a thing to do this is a to do a piece a little piece of advice and and a thing to do create 100 videos you're going to hate them probably most of them or all of them and maybe none of them will get you know your kind of any kind of views that you want create 100 and when you got that 100 then you can start to evaluate what are they doing what are the statistics use TubeBuddy. buddy i'm going to put these links in the we'll have these links in the show notes so i'm not just leaving you hanging out there so TubeBuddy is a great tool that you can use to analyze your videos it'll analyze your headline your thumbnails all these things so 100 videos they're going to suck and then start to look at some trends, 10 people like this video, 1,000 people like that video. What was the topic? And then you can start to narrow your niche because you do need a niche. You're not just talking about everything and anything, especially if nobody knows you. If, if you're a well-known personality, you can probably get away with that because that's what those talk shows on TV are all about. They basically talk about nothing, whatever comes up during the day, fashion, food, politics. But that's not you you have to narrow it well the funny thing about jimmy is if he he's published if you want to find him you can yeah his first videos before he was anything he was a gamer and he was publishing shows yeah he was a gamer watching him play games and yeah exactly things like that and he made he published his goals you know i have this many followers and it wasn't very many and then by next year i want to have this many and so he even then playing games which is just one of the topics that's hot and you're not a gamer neither am i it doesn't matter the point here and i want to agree with joy is today in 2023 there is still massive opportunity the the number of videos consumed on youtube is growing exponentially it is the major source of television for a demographic 18 to 35 or something they watch more youtube than any television network so exactly. It, the idea that you can't fit in there anymore, that the day has passed. The, no, no. Not the true. problem is you're not willing to go make 100 videos right. that suck and then figure out what to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, and, the, and the notion that so for me, I, I want to create a skincare line. So I like I said, I have the name. I have, you know, I have some white label products that I could do to get something out there. Um, you know, but I've, but I've done some of the work and some of the research and figured out the companies that I do want to work with. One of them, I was going to work with a, you know, a friend of ours in Australia, but that's a long way to go from here to get some herbs. 
but but besides that, you think another skincare cut? Really, like we need another one? Well, yeah. First off, a lot of people are sick and tired of the real big, you know, conglomerate mega companies, the mega brands, whether it's in farming or cosmetics. They, you know, people they appreciate the small niche type of brands, and there is a market for those. You don't just have to sell them on a set your Saturday table at a, at a farmer's market. Although today, especially where we are, I, I mean, and and throughout the U.S., I mean, farmers markets are big business. They're not just some, you know, schlepping some stuff out of your back of your truck anymore. I mean, this is big business and these people are serious about their business. So, yeah, there's room for one more. There's room for any any amount. And same with YouTube. So on YouTube, what I mean, I know a person who they do uh, videos for their dogs. So they have huskies and then they sell merchandise to go along with that. So there's a there, so there is a um, a strategy around that, not just throwing up videos. But as you get into it, you'll start to see, and then you'll start to watch other people like Mr. Beast, like Casey Neistat, you know Peter McKnight, Sean Doris, and and then there's all those ones who are really really you know thirteen and fourteen year olds who are crushing it, you know little girls doing you know doing their hair and and then creating hair ribbons and things to sell, you know they're they're making big bucks. So the notion that it's just yeah you know I mean I'm of course get an education. I have an education. I went to university. Kellen went to university. So I'm not we're not saying don't do that, um, but you have to do what's right for you. You know, if it isn't right for you to do that, then you don't do that. And especially if if you're maybe 35 and up, um, you've probably done that path and you want to do something different. You want you have a message. You ha- you you want to feel like you're making a difference in the world. And if it and if it doesn't do it for you at whatever job you have, then start to replace your income now. And there's a lot of tips and strategies on how to do that. First thing is to get yourself registered on sites like Upwork.com. That's a site where everybody on the planet, you're competing with, it's a worldwide global business now. The good thing about being in the United States is that a lot of people want to hire only people within the United States. They don't want to hire someone from wherever else. So there are employers people, I mean, I hire on Upwork who say, I just want a person in the US, you know, for whatever reason, it's not any kind of judgment or criticism about anybody else. And, and so, well, it's time zones and English proficiency, all sorts of things. Exactly. And, you know, depending on what kind of skill set you're looking for. So there's that. But but having said that, we have a whole bunch, having said that we have a whole bunch of contractors that are not from the US also. That's right. And the, the, um, so Kellen knows a guy, what's his, uh, John, is his name John Jonas? Yeah, John Jonas. John Jonas. Mm-hmm. And he started a company called onlinejobs.ph. And he's vetted people and he's, because he, he served a mission over in the Philippines back in the day. And he saw a gap and he had an idea and he said, huh, I betcha. And so he's created a business where he has, you know, thousands and thousands of of workers from the Philippines doing all sorts of stuff. Remote work. I mean, I have a team. They do graphic design. They do social media marketing. They do all sorts of stuff. And if you're looking for cost, it's probably more cost effective because, of course, the cost of living in the Philippines is vastly different from U.S. or Canada or even Australia. So there's a whole 
industry in Philippines that all of these people, they make a darn good living. You know, they're buying cars and houses, things that they wouldn't have been able to do without a market like this. So it was the creative endeavors of the people like the Davin Michaels that we know. He did one, two, three, um, something. <laughs> one, two, three. What employee. is it? One, one two, yeah. three employee. One, two, three employee. John Jonas, onlinejobs.ph. I'll put the links in the in the show notes for that. But these are visionaries. These are people who thought, huh, I wonder why, you know, which goes absolutely against this advice of following your passion is bad advice. Maybe starting this company wasn't a passion, but it is in some ways about helping others and giving of yourself. So, cause you know, he didn't have to do that. And I'm sure grateful that he did because that's where I hire my people from. So yeah, there's. So I want to dig into something here. You, you, in, in a couple episodes ago, you gave a history of the fact that you've only worked, almost only worked contract jobs, temp jobs, yeah. passion projects, silk painting and uh, design and a whole bunch of yeah, other yeah. things. And, and, and you still do that today. Let's talk about your skincare line. So right now you're, you're a partner, you're a business partner in our work and you've created Red Aussie Multimedia. You do publishing for other people's stuff. So yeah. talk about you where you are right now, because you've mentioned several times wanting to do this skincare line. And, and it, I think it'd be interesting to talk about you thinking about adding or creating from where you are over a period of one, two, three, five years, whatever it is to get that vision created, because that's the same kind of ramp or process that somebody's going to have to do. If they're in a job, it's not fulfilling. Maybe they don't hate it. Maybe it pays the bills but they really want to do something to add good to the world, to be a creative outlet, to do yeah. something more. So talk about what you've thought about in terms of creating that path from where you're at to, to that place you want to get to. Right. Well, you know, I've, and I've thought a lot about that. So um, with my name, I don't want to give it away yet, but I do have the URLs and I do have, you know, logos and such created, but I think starting today. So I, my goal is that when um, some future day, no, my goal is that I, I want to have it branded a certain way. So made on, you know, lovingly or whatever, Vancouver Island, because I mean, it's just sort of an image that I have in my mind of a natural, clean beauty skincare line that is made from in, the indigenous plants and and probably sourced from other areas too, from a, in a rainforest on Vancouver Island. So I've thought about that as a part of my branding, that that's what I, that's what I envision it. So the logo, the name, it all is sort of, it not sort of, it all goes together with that. So one of the, the other, other point that I, um, you know, as far as a timeline goes is, okay, I'm going to, it's actually never too early to start talking about some of the things you want to do, whether it's writing a book. I have an idea for a book. You know, it's, you can start to plant the seeds now on social media and start to gain a following. So, for example, I well, and then one of the other things I, I plan to do is to enroll in a, a, a skincare school. It's remote. So, it, you know, they're located in England and they've grown. A lot of the brands that I see now in like organic stores carry some of those brands, Canadian brands, Australian brands, you know, Australians make really good skincare too. And there's a lot of really cool niche Canadian brands. And so 
you know, taking those classes and, but starting, you know, to make things at, at, at home with those courses that I can do right now without having to expand anymore, you know, things that you can do in your kitchen. That's why you see at a lot of farmer's markets, these beautiful soaps and bath salts and all those kinds of things. But I want to do straight up skincare for the face and maybe hair as well. You know, so I've, I've thought about that, like, what would I want a first product to be? But so, and, and to start talking about it. And I'm also in Facebook groups that talk about it and people share their ideas, people share their packaging, their logos, you know, looking for advice, looking for opinions, their mission. So it's never too early to start. And I have started that now with the idea to build up some, I guess, a following for my idea and my passion so that when I do launch a product, I have a group that I can share it with, not just, hello, anybody? Anybody? (laughs) Let's have some lonely table at the back of some flea market somewhere. That's not where I envision going. Um, So social media is a great tool for that because you got to start. It's like I said, I'm going to repeat it again and again and again. It's not too early to start, whether you're one year out or five years out. But you do have to take that first step and you do have to start moving forward and coming up with a plan. Maybe you need a business plan. Maybe you need funding. Maybe you need to save some money and put aside for whatever it is that you want to do. But you do have to start. And so my advice would be to create that five-year plan. Now, people say, five years? I don't know what I'm going to do next week. Why? (laughs) Then it won't get done. I can tell you right now, if you don't plan, if you don't write stuff down, if you don't have a business plan, you can go online and figure out how to find out how to do a business plan or get some help with someone to do that for you. Create a plan for yourself and start putting things on your calendar. So in six months, I'm going to, you know, come up with a name and then, you know, and then I'm going to test it out on my, you know, in in a Facebook group or test it out on Facebook. Hey, I'm thinking of this because you got to, you got to, got to tell you, people love polls. They love to give their opinion. And when you ask a question, what do you think of these three names? And, you know, you're going to get the people, hey, I'll suck. It's stupid. But you'll get some really good advice in there as to what, especially if these are people who you think might be your customers. And and you got to get rid of that. Sorry, you got to get rid of that uh, fear that, oh, somebody's not going to like it. Because, yeah, there's a lot of people who won't like it. But push aside your fear and go for it. We got something that can help you if you do have these fears. Livewithoutfear.ca. Yeah. Okay. So livewithoutfear.ca is a good place mm-hmm. and the reason it's not just about talking about eliminating these things yeah these come from our experience yep. so it's not something we sat around and thought hmm we could make some cool stuff this comes from real life hard one experience what i was thinking about as you talked about plans was i write a lot of books and you publish them we are now exploring ways to market them better. We're creating audio books. We are create workbooks that go with some of them. Each of those things is part of a plan and none of it happens overnight or over week or over fortnight or over month. Yeah. It happens <clears throat> because we plan it. So if you say, I wanna create a skincare line or I wanna teach people how to be more resilient or I wanna embark on a suicide prevention mission because my own life experience yeah. with my brother or my sister, it's going to take some work. I was just before this podcast, I was on a summit for a moment. I was just going to ask you about that. Exactly. 
Yeah, expand on, on that. Yeah, I was on a summit for a minute, and the, the fellow that was talking, it's a summit I'm going to speak at tonight, but the fellow was talking about uh, his own personal mission. Now, he has a suicide prevention mission, and he's teaching people how to make money speaking. So one of the questions from the audience came, well, this is my thing, and she just went on quite length at just a whole pile of things that she helped people with. He listened for a while, and then he stopped her, and he said, I need you to be able to answer these three questions. When I speak to blank, and I teach them blank, they can blank. And then he asked her that, and she couldn't answer. And she kept going on and on and on. He kept stopping her and bringing her back to the thing. So in that context, I, I filled those in as I was, I was doing that, and Joy can, could with her skincare thing. But what I said is, okay, when I speak to mission-driven entrepreneurs and I teach them how to find their most powerful offering, they can make money, create impact, and have fun. Yeah, so exactly. That it, so that's a way to think about that. And if you're thinking right now about what Joy said about the plan, you, you have to plan. If you don't, that's like saying I'm going to clean the garage this weekend and you don't set aside time and you say yes to some other stuff and Saturday comes and nothing happens. So you, you've got to do that if you want to create it because it doesn't create itself. Yeah. And then this speaker trainer went on to give her some several suggestions about where to find opportunities to speak about her own particular expertise. Was, was, and it, would, she, it appeared that she hadn't heard of any of them. Go right. ahead. But was she interested in that? Like, was she genuinely like, oh, yeah, like introspective and really thinking about that or just more wanting to sort of, yeah, you know, throw well, it at the wall and I, see? I think by the I time wonder. he stopped her three or four times, right. she got it. And oh, so he gave yeah. it to her as homework. So do your homework and do this. Because That's it was clear that she was not able at that time to narrow it down into very specific things. And because you and I've done right. that work a lot, I was able to do that and I just did yeah. it for one of the areas that we work yeah. on about achieving peak performance and having more fun in the world and creating money and making a difference. And I could create half a dozen of yeah. these. But the one I thought of is right now I'm really focused on visionaries and mission-driven people. So I wrote that when I speak to mission-driven entrepreneurs and I teach them how to find their most powerful offer and they make money, make an impact, and have fun. So that is is like if you thought about skincare. When I create skincare for you exactly. know people that are you, you know when the I words. yeah exactly. So you know that's an opportunity, and that came that yeah. came to me only because I'm speaking wait late this afternoon at that summit. Yeah. I just the lady running the summit is a client of mine, and so I like supporting her. And I had a few minutes before we were recording this podcast, so I just jumped on there for a minute. And I yeah. was only on there for 15 minutes. Wow. And in 15 minutes, I got this idea. Yeah. I wrote it down for me, and I started thinking, how can I use it to help yeah. the people that I talk with you right now? If you're thinking about what you do, then answer those questions. When I speak to, or when I serve, or when I exactly. create a product create. for, yeah. Yeah. when I create a product for, or when I help blank, and I teach them or coach them yeah. or sell them blank, then they can blank. Yep. Like, what is it that you have? And, and, and 
I notice this when I help people write books and, you know, we've created lots of products and services. The, books oh, yeah. is, the story arc is a book. It's on Amazon. Buy it. It's the best book out there on how to write your nonfiction story in a way to help people. And the product livewithoutfear.ca, it's just one of many things. But when I teach people how to do this, the first reaction is like this lady's just this entire bucket of stuff vomited on the table. And I'm assuming all of it's absolutely true. But what right. I know about sharing stuff is if you vomit and the pile's too big, nobody can see anything. No. Yeah, exactly. And you think that, and then, you know, people think that, well, I, I don't want to miss anybody. But <laughs> if you're in this narrow lane, I mean, how many people are really in that lane? I mean, millions could be, or hundreds of thousands. I don't know. But if you're going to try and sell something to everybody, you're going to sell it to nobody. It's, I love that, that advice. Sort of a, Thank you. Yeah. Talk to everybody you're talking to nobody. The idea that you're going to somehow miss somebody is fallacy and it's wrong. If you speak to one, speak to one, talk to many is the... Yeah, uh, the way to think about that, because people will apply the message to their own mm -hmm. situation if they resonate with your voice and your beingness and all the yep. rest. So as you think about your skincare line, what do you think about for your timeline, given everything else you have to do? You've got a family here with you, mm -hmm. with us that is, you know, refugees, you got your mom. We don't know what's going to happen to her. We're planning on moving over to Vancouver Island, the magic place next summer. So promised what, land. The promised land <laughs> the for promise us for land. right now, yeah. at least for f a few years. So yeah. what what do you think? And I'm asking this not to try to put you on the spot, except uh, to give probably. people an idea of thinking about what what is it that you're going to create? Because the commitment to create takes the work to make it real. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm not at liberty to invest time to start formulating products right now i'm interested in it and i keep up on it and i go on the mini courses that this that this school offers to get ideas and then i also keep um with trends as to what's happening because what what was pot and skincare five years ago or 10 years ago was well to some extent maybe some of it's true but Things change, trends change, colors change, all that kind of stuff. So keeping up on what is new and hot and trending is important. You know, for me, what's important is um, the protection from the sun. So, you know, I had skin cancer. I think, Kellen, you had skin cancer. Not a serious fatal one. My dad died from melanoma. So having good, clean friendly, you know, earth, whatever the terms are, like a clean, what well, we call it clean beauty, a clean beauty, uh, sun protection and some other products is where I want to start. And, you know, I've, sure, I've tried lots of, lots of lines as well, but it, but it has been a dream of mine to create my own. And that is something that I'm going to continue. I haven't wavered from that. That has, I've wanted to do that for many, 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 many years. And I, I see now a path forward to actually create that, to replace myself in certain jobs that I'm doing, which I think will free up some time. But again, keeping up with trends, keeping your skills up if you have skills that you need to keep up and start creating that plan. You know, interesting. So people with social media, so maybe you do want to write a book, maybe you do want to be a YouTube star, whatever it is, you got to use social media strategically 
not people say, well, I just use it to talk to my friends and family. And that may be fine, but those aren't your clients. And if you want to have a, a remote online presence, you need to use social media as a business tool because right now they're free, you know, and, and so you can, for the most part, you can post your dreams and your visions and your goals and that on social media and be strategic about the groups you want to go into where you think your clients will be and start to show up. You know, it's a long game. Social media is a long game. So if you just, and, and, and you're missing the boat if you, if you, you know, don't use it. And the other thing that you have to use is AI. And if you can search, so this is another thing you can do for AI. You know, what, what are, you know, so for me, if skincare, you know, what was the top selling, you know, clean beauty skincare line in the world or in Australia or Canada or US? Um, what is the top, you know, uh, skin clean beauty line at Sephora or Whole Foods? So you can start to, you can, you can ask these questions. I use Goody. I, I put that link in for the last time, but I can put it in again. I'm just going to make a note of it. Um, you can ask AI to come up with some specifics for you. Um, what is a good, you know, clean beauty name? And you can do that for whatever you want to do. Maybe it's even just for yourself to market yourself as maybe a social media marketing person. Um, you, you know, but you're going to have to get educated as well. The other place it was a really good place to start would be with Ryan Dice, you know, the big or Armin Morin. They have some great classes that they offer, certificate programs. So good place to start. So as we wind up, as we wind up today, do you have any final words of encouragement for those who want to move from what they're doing as a side hustle and then maybe a main hustle and create something that is passion driven that they believe they're called to do and add good to the world? What's your final advice for that? I think, well, you know, one of the best things. What really one of the best things, if you don't want to be, you know, schlepping to another place, like creating a physical product that you have to carry with you and go somewhere, then online is is the place. Now, having said that, a skincare is a physical product, but I'm going to sell it online or hope to get it into, you know, I'm going to target certain stores in, you know, three years time. So I'm going to target certain places. But in the meantime, you know, I do a lot of remote work. I do online work. Start there. That That's the easiest thing to do. So instead of binging maybe two or three hours on some favorite whatever, binge on some how-to things about getting your, you know, your profile up on these platforms and slowly start to dip your feet into something. Now that, having said that, if you, let's, I mean, a, a lot of the go-to people say is, okay, yeah, I can do like graphics like on Canva. Then you better be really good. Because there, you know, there's a lot of people that say that, and especially with a program like Canva, you know, if you have the pro version, there the templates are beautiful, and you can create templates and sell them as well. So start, we'll start, you know, find find your whatever it is that you're interested in, and see what type of market is out there. You do need to do some research, you know, because uh, thing, things trends change very quickly. So do some research. Find out there what are the hot this or the hot that. You can easily do that, especially in AI. AI gives you some more narrower results than if you see, if you go to Google, it'll come up with some companies. Yeah, we're the best, whatever. But AI takes that out of there and it really deals with facts. So it'll give you some good advice without having a slant of a particular company. So that's where I would start. AI. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being with us today, Joy. And thank you. Uh, this this three series that you've done really appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. 
Okay, and so I want to encourage all of you. You know, Joyce, given her examples, you've seen some of mine. You've seen lots of the guests that we've had. Every single one of those people has an idea. They're in the process somewhere from the start to all the way in, completing it and creating it to make a money, to make a difference and have fun as they move forward to create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on